Try to keep that same energy. Welcome back to Sports Dump. After a brief false start, we're still Lewis County's only sports podcast, formerly known as Let's Take About It. Still sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Sleep Center, as well as our friends at Goble Septic. I'm Aaron Vantile, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Editor Eric Trent and Chronicle Sports Writer Alec Dietz. And how you guys been? It's been a while. Anything uh, anything happened over the last three weeks? Uh, you know, personally, uh, locally, or... Uh, in the sporting world that we should know about? I think a lot's happened, not sporting wise. I guess we had floods and snow and all that. I don't know if we want to talk about it, but we had, we had Christmas. <laughs> you guys, yeah. Do you guys do Christmas? Yep. I did. Big I was Christmas I, guys. You get anything cool? A lot of clothes. I can but see. I'm fine with that. I, you guys both look like you've been visited by Jolly Aunt Sid Chronicle, <laughs> uh, <laughs> leaving you with polo shirts and uh, quarter zips and yep. jackets. Oh yeah. Everything I'm wearing was hand stitched by the Chronicle. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a great look, guys. Uh, so yeah, Christmas happened. Uh, what has been going on in the sporting world for the last couple of weeks? We had uh, obviously Christmas break slowed things down, and then New Year's. There's usually not a lot going on there, and then a bunch of games got canceled due to floods or snow or COVID. How many games would you say have actually happened since we last spoke on January 21st? Um, That's maybe hard like to- maybe like twenty. 25 maybe a little more yeah maybe a little more which which one of those over the last three weeks jumps out the most that you like top of your head somebody says tell me one game that happened which i'm doing now what would you tell them <laughs> uh, i don't know i think uh was the swamp cups after oh yeah yeah they were yeah. i probably think of those those are the ones yeah, yeah stick, the boys the game ones. was super competitive the boys game sounded pretty cool. WFS pulled it out, but Landon Cout had what? 34? 34. He missed 10 free throws. Could have um, had 44. Dang. What's uh that's 34. Not too many Centralia kids have scored more than that the last few years. He dropped 35 in their next game. So what's what's he averaging this year? 20 something? High 20s? Yeah, he was at 28. I think he had 13 last night, which probably dropped it down a good chunk, but yeah, he's uh the WF West coach was really complimentary him. They said he could score at every level and yeah. um, good passer, good, you know, I think he's averaging over double digit rebounds too. So yeah, he's had a, a really good year for Centralia. Did Hodges Bailey average? How much did he average when he was a oh, senior? Oh, he was up around 2021. 20, he uh, topped out at 42 or 44. And he did that in a district playoff game against. I think they lost too, but he scored. Maybe they didn't. Uh, I want to say it was against like Mark Morris in a district playoff game, and he scored forty-two or forty-four. It was at Shehala, so I remember that. So it would have been districts. <laughs> uh, he also set a program record for. I think he attempted thirty-five free throws one game. <laughs> oh, good lord! Um, <laughs> and then like he was great. He was a really nice kid. I think he's playing in Europe now. Um, good for him. But he said kind of after that, it was like he stopped. He said he didn't get as many calls after that because that was such like a big number going around. And everybody's like, oh, he's just going to try to draw a foul. And he thought like, you know, it, it negatively impacted his game. So he had to mm. pass a little more and things like that. Um, yeah, Hodges Bailey, nice guy. So what uh, what happened in the WFS Centralia girls game? Tigers break the streak? No. No, it, and it wasn't even close. I thought it would be a little bit closer because Centralia's having like their best season in 
seven years or something. Yeah. But WFOS is just too deep. They're too loaded. They were just sending waves of players out, and Centralia wasn't as deep enough to keep up with them. Um, what's Centralia, what's their league record look like? How are they? They're three and two right now. That's not bad. They started out three and oh. Yeah. So. And then what they played WFOS and Tumwater? Yes. They, they lost, they just lost to Shelton, which puts them in a, th- a two way tie for third place behind okay. Tumwater and WFOS. All right. So we had the Swamp Cup games. Um, what's, uh, what's going on with the schedule tonight? Where are you guys headed? I'm headed to PL. Three Rivers Christian at PL in a league game. We mm-hmm. haven't been out there in a while. so. Uh-huh. And I'm going to Adna Rainier Girls, which is a sort of a key league game between uh, two teams that are going to be try to be or try to vie for state bids. Yep. Uh, what a, didn't the Adna Girls just play Ani? Was that last night? They did. Yes. Right before. Did they win or lose? Two nights ago. They lost. They lost. Ani oh, pulled wow. it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ani, are they like a power player then? Um, you know... It's interesting. Wakayakum seems to be kind of a step above everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Ani by 20 plus. They beat Winlock by 20 plus. I think they beat, um, I don't think they played Adna yet. But they've been kind of dominating all the teams. And then everyone else has kind of been beating up on each other. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Ani's probably, it's just in that kind of tier of teams that'll be competing for state bids, but probably. Um, it, it's going to come down to Raymond and, and Wakayakum for the district championship, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Raymond hasn't been in that that tier, really, uh, in quite a while. That's interesting. That's going to be cool. Oh, a Division one basketball recruit going to help you out there. Who's that? Gardner? Kira Gardner, yeah. Okay. Although they haven't played in like over a month. I think they've been shut down with COVID, so. Uh, what else has COVID done to the schedule? The WIA just had a big announcement, right, which is like, wear your mask or there will be no games. Yeah, I yep. think the Colombian, I want to say, wrote a story about how, yeah, if, if um, like, state does happen and they see fans not wearing masks properly, they'll just shut it down right then and there. Yeah. Um, so there have been a bunch of games that have been canceled, or not canceled, but canceled and postponed. I think we have a, a running dock of, what, are we getting close to 30 games of postponed Something, games? Something, yeah. Yep. Um, that will eventually maybe be rescheduled. Um, so <laughs> it's made our job more interesting, but, um, uh, I know coaches have had to seriously consider doing double headers on Saturdays to fit all the games in, Yeah, which just sounds like chaos. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see how this happens. I know WFS girls are playing seven games in nine days. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. A little terrible, but also fun. Yeah. Um, what uh, is the plan still on as of now to have districts and state like they typically do in non-COVID years? Yes. Yep. So four times? Yes. Yep. Okay, good. Uh, you guys want to get into our big boys headlines? We have a few on here. Yeah. Uh, the first one, Oakville 96, Wishka Valley 10 on Tuesday. It's a lot of points. <laughs> it's a lot uh, of points. Guys- it's a lot of points and not a lot of points. So... Yeah, Oakville was at home, scored the first 23 points of the game and never looked back. Uh, it was their 1B Coastal League opener, and it looks like they were up 51-4 to four at halftime. Um, thoughts? Too many points? 
too many points. One of those games that you see go viral over social media and people are like, how could they let this happen? You know? Yeah. What, how did they let this happen? What did what, what I, did to say? I was, uh, well, never got to talk to the coach, but, um, I was there for the game and yeah, they were just, I think Eddie Klatouche must have scored the first like 17 points and then they decided like, Oh, you know, Courtney price is the next guy to score. And then they probably went with the, <laughs> the, the uh, Rodos after or whatever. Uh, cause yeah, the wish code just, they, they weren't very good. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know why, uh, the score ended up being what it was being. Cause yeah, I mean, it was 23 to zero after like four minutes. Could you tell during warmups that this was going to be a blowout? Yes. <laughs> what was a sign that you had that showed it could be a blowout? Uh, they only warmed up with one ball <laughs> and they wishka oh, no. and they were practicing free throws. One player would shoot a free throw and then they'd box out and someone would get the rebound and then they'd meander around for 10 seconds and someone else would shoot a free throw. And I'm like, this is one ball. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. But um, budget's tight out there. There oh, weren't, no. there weren't layup lines. Those just weren't a thing. So they just kind of yeah, pass like it around ball. and <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, so it was, uh, yeah. I've never seen a team warm up with only one. But do you think they had more? And they're like, you know, we don't want to lose any of these. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't pay close enough attention. I don't know. This is the kind of investigative journalism I expect out of you guys. Go ask if, the coach. Uh, where's, where's your balls, man? If Wishka Valley was in our coverage area, I would. All right. Oakville um, would never. Oakville, no. Oakville would never. Oakville's got balls. Yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> enough to score 96 points anyway. That's a lot of points. All right, uh, next headline, Kalam and Napvine are both back on top, both unbeaten in league, and they play Friday night, which is tomorrow. Kalama uh, just beat Adna, right? They beat Adna, and they just beat Toledo. All right, and what's what's Napvine got going? What's and Napvine have to say for itself? Napvine is also unbeaten in league. Uh, they just beat Toodle Lake in sort of a slugfest-type game. They've beaten Rainier, who's one of the hottest teams in our area, they snapped a seven-game Rainier win streak. Um, and who do they beat in between those teams? They beat someone decent, I thought. I can't remember. Either way, they're unbeaten. They I think are, yeah, 3-0 league, 7-1 overall. They are, after they, they lost to Morton by Pass in their second game. Since then, they've beaten Winlock, Mabton, oh, Mabton, Castle Rock, Rainier, Les Center, and Tudelig. Blew out Les Center by 20. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they've got some some significant wins. Uh Rainier and Tudor Lake particularly. Um, yeah, it sort of seems like I remember the discourse around the league was sort of like, oh, you know, could anybody, you know, kind of compete with Navamine and Kalama this year because they've been sort of the, the front runners for the past couple of years and maybe Rainier can do it this year. Sprofsky's a senior. Maybe Toledo um, with their young team and Kernier leading the way can do it. Maybe Tudor Lake with Zach Swanson who might be the best player in the league. Um but better than S3 might be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Zach Swanson's pretty good. Um, yeah. I, so anyway, I don't know. It's debatable, but um, uh, it sort of looked like in the early going that uh, no, it's, it's Kalama and it's, it's Napa vine. Uh, so yeah, Kalama opened the season with a 60 to 35 loss to Rainier. And I didn't, did they not have Essary? They did was not. out for that one. Yes. Okay. Right. And it so wasn't so. a league game either. Okay. Um, so yeah, those two going up against their God, they just keep button heads, man. They just yeah. played for a state football championship. Uh, it's all the same guys too. Yeah. Like it's not anybody new. 
That was the <laughs> district finals last year too, wasn't it? It was, yes. Okay. Kalama pulled out that game. Uh, who do you like in this one? I don't know. I don't know. You've I seen honestly, both teams I, play. I, Come on, I, have, give me I a don't take, know. Coward. I, do you have one? I, I've Mr. I haven't watched sports. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the box scores. Uh, I don't know. Kalama, Kalama's, what's surprising about Kalama is I was told they were just the Jackson Eshery show, like the football team was, but like Jack Doherty has been really good for them. I think he's averaging over 20 points this, a game. This Max Cox erasure will not stand. Um, Max Cox <laughs> got absolutely balled out by his coach in the first minute of the Toledo game. Uh, their coach like benched him because he like didn't get back on defense and he was like screaming at him. So um, there's a little reporter a little, tidbit little for you. Yeah, nice to hear. <laughs> but he came back in and I think he scored in double figures. So uh, they shot over like 40 free throws in that game. So anyway, they, I mean, they're I was pleasantly surprised at sort of the shooting ability of of Kalama. So um, and Napavine kind of goes as Keith Olson goes in yep. the middle. Uh, if he can stay on the floor, they'll have a really good chance. But if he gets in foul trouble, um, you know, like the last night, uh, uh, Napavine got out rebounded by Tudor Lake by a significant amount. It was like 43 to 28 or something. Cause mm-hmm. Keith Olson was in foul trouble and we played 20 minutes. Um, so I think the, the key is going to be, um, can Keith Olson stay on the floor and gobble up rebounds and, um, you know, James gross and, Kale Stanley, Jaron Prather, can they hit shots for Napa Vine? But um, I think it's going to be close. I think it's a push. I, I I don't have a pick. I feel like Napa Vine's played a ton of like tight early season games at their place against like a league powerhouse over the years. It just always happens. Um, I have nothing more to add than, than that. Extremely <laughs> I don't know. Statement. Yeah, it's, Napa Vine played some close games. I, it's going to be close. I don't know. It could go either way. I also, I, I don't think it's a crippling loss for either team. You know, I think it's like a good fun barometer for who's better, you know, or maybe if they are just the same level and, you know, refs call it one way or another, like it goes like that. But I don't think, uh, you know, if when we're here next week, we're going to be like, you know, if Navavine loses, oh, the sky's falling, they're not going to win. You know, I mean, it's, it's an still an early league matchups, but it's fun. You know, you like watching these games in uh, January. Yeah, you do. And it's also notable that this is their only regular season game, given the way the schedule's set up. So if they play again after this, it will be in districts. Yep. So I guess it is big sort of for, for seeding purposes um, in the district tournament, but one or two seed, I don't know what the, um, how big of a difference that's going to make. Um, I guess it could make a big difference. The the teams in the Pacific, apparently there's two of them. Adna lost to Chief Leshai. What? Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, where was it? At Chief Leshai. Salmi wasn't there. Oh. But. Where was Salmi? He was out. Uh, unavailable. For an undisclosed reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and Iwako, Iwako is like a top three team. So, um, like really? Iwako's legit. Yeah. So, huh. um, and there's only five state bids. So yeah. it's possible only three teams from the central two B will make the state tournament. It's possible oh. only two. It's possible. Only one, yeah. maybe none of them. I don't know Ra- if I'd go that far. Raymond has discounting a discounting <laughs> this South Bend. This is their year. Raymond has a thousand point career scorer. The guy to just hit a thousand points. Trey Sadal. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think there have been a lot of, uh, C2B teams that have beaten them though. Has there? Yeah. No. So, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll we'll see what happens there. And then our last uh, 
Headline on the boys' side, Morton White passes. Big guy is back, Josh Shelguero. Yep. Uh, he had nine points against who'd they play? Who was, there? Who was his first game against? Kalama. Kalama, yep. Uh, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> you get to play Kalama, Josh. Um, <laughs> yeah, do we feel like this is going to impact Morton White Pass in the C2BL standings going forward? I think so, but everything I predict ends up going the opposite direction. But I, I, he's a player that they need because he's like six foot eight. Yeah. And he's big. He's, I think he averaged like 13 points or something per game as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And then he spent last year at WF West. But it's hard to, I mean, it's hard to say he won't have a big impact on the team. Yeah. But who knows? All right. Um, there was something else I was going to ask, but I've forgotten it now. Um, you guys Brutal. used any porta potties lately? Not well, enough. With all this flooding, did you guys get out exploring? And think, Man, I need to, I need to. I got to pee and I don't want to pee in the standing water. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. (laughs) Well, if you had been out there looking for one, you would have been blessed to find a Gobel Septic Sanitation Station. Gobel Septic provides portable sanitation for Thurston County, Lewis County, Mason County, Callas County, and Grays Harbor County. They can hook you up with septic pumping, septic inspection, septic riser installation, Commercial septic pumping, grease trap services, all oh, those grease trap services. Perfect. You can, of course, rent a porta potty <laughs> and some portable sinks. You know, I, I don't know what you do in your spare time, but maybe you need some of those. Anyway, you can visit Gobel Septic, G O E B E L septic.com, or give them a call, 360 736 2167. Happy to have them as a sponsor. And let's move on to the girls' big headlines. Uh, Drea Brumfield from WF West is an All-American nominee. Whoa. Yeah. That's oh, pretty big. McDonald's All-American. You guys act surprised. You put the notes together. When, <laughs> <laughs> have we ever had one in your memory? McDonald's uh, All-American. I don't think so. Not that. No. I don't think so. Probably not. It's pretty big. Pretty big. Yeah, that is certainly not for basketball. Um, and I, I guess that's all McDonald's does. Um, right. And I feel like we had a Gatorade player of the year at some point for something, but I can't remember who it was. Uh, that yeah. Mitch guy from WF West, Geller? Yeah, Geller. He was probably, an, he was, I think he was a Gatorade player of the year for baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as far as McDonald's basketball All-American nominees, I can't think of one. She may be the first. Uh, yeah. How's her season going? Is she, is she doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. She's been a sort of a defensive buoy for a pretty well-rounded WF West team. They're um, solidly right now. They're, they're going to make state. Um, and they're kind of solidly the second best team in the Evco right behind Tom water. Who's beaten a bunch of four, eight teams. Um, and she's, she's kind of let them. Um, she, I think she's their leading scorer. She, I think she gets like four or five blocks a game too. So yeah, she's, uh, she's good going to Pepperdine, obviously already signed on to everything. So big D one recruit. Coming right. out of Chehalis. Um, and our next headline, Addison Hall from Winlock hit the 1000 point mark. Uh, I feel like she should have hit this a long time ago. She's been scoring a lot of points forever. Yeah. yeah it does I'm kind of like- surprised that it came in her senior year. Yeah. But yeah. Still. Yeah, man, good for her. I think she dropped 27 in that game and then she had like 16 rebounds or something absurd. Jeez. So, uh, how is where how's Winlock doing? How's the super team? They're underperforming from uh, what we well from from our perspective. From our <laughs> <bestowing upon laughs> not the super not team so moniker. super. <laughs> 
No, they're good though. It sounds like they they're one and two in league. They lost to Wakayakum and Napavine. Napavine. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Two and names they, they beat, needed to win. I want to say they beat Morton White Pass. Yep. Yep. Um. So I guess it's still early, but uh, you know, it's going to be hard. I think they're one of the fringe state teams. Yeah. Um. That's going to be trying to vie for that. Um. One of only five bids. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and Tomwater's Isabella Lund breaks the, what, single season career steals record? Single game. Single game. How many did she have? Do you want to guess? Playing? Do you want to guess? Yes. 13. Ooh. 12. That's very close. Against Shelton. What do you think the previous record was? Nine. Dang. He's pretty close. Cool. Eight. Eight. You're one higher <laughs> on all of them. <laughs> it was held by four players. Yep. Uh, I wonder who they were. Um, yeah, cool. Shelton, they're kind of one of the lower. What? Where is Shelton good? No. no. Okay. No. Not, geez. You guys just want to bring Matt Beatty on here and kick him in the balls, too? I mean, he has to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting <laughs> kicking the balls every time he watches them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, good for Isabel Lund. What's, tell me, are they undefeated? No. They have one loss to Mount Sai. Okay. A 4 8 team. All right. Uh, in softball news, Tonino pitcher Emily Baxter signed with Dominican College today. Where is Dominican College? It's on the East Coast. Not in the Dominican Republic. No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, she's, she's pretty good. Yep. Didn't she have a great run in like district last year with a bunch of, uh, I feel like she really just like carried them. Yeah, she led the like state. Two or three really big games there for a while. She had like a yeah. She had a nineteen strikeout game against Elma. I remember she had she led the state in strikeouts and no hitters. She had three no hitters. It's pretty good. Yeah. No perfect games. She was one walk and one error away from a perfect game in that nineteen strikeout game. All right. Who committed the error? I don't want to say. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just but do you I remember? I don't uh, know who it okay. is. <laughs> Uh, and in <laughs> back to girls basketball, Monster Rocks, Haley Brooks returns for her first game this year on January 8th. She had 15 points and eight rebounds. Monster Rock still pretty good. Yeah. They're, they're the real super team. Okay. And this is a huge addition for them. Yeah. She's a first team all league. They got a big three. Uh, <laughs> is it, uh, what Brooks, Tori and Kalen Marshall, Kalen Marshall. All right. They're do good. You want to put some money on you, you make a futures bet on Mossy Rock? They will play in the state title game. Ooh. What do you you want to you want to make this interesting? <laughs> what, what are you proposing? Uh I'll throw I'll put 20 bucks on it. Uh I'm not going to put money on it yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> Mossy Rock and Yakima Tribal. That's my pick. <laughs> uh any other girls headlines we need to mention? Bowling. What's going on there? Uh, oh, yeah. I just skipped over that. Yeah. Sorry. They moved into a two-way, WFS girls moved into a two-way tie for first place in the EVCO with two wins on Wednesday. Who are they? How did they get two wins, you say? Uh, this is what they did. <laughs> Let me tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I want to... They moved into a two-way tie for first place. Is there... They are tied with Black Hills now. It's just a tie. Yeah. Okay. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I want to know how they got two wins on Wednesday. <laughs> Please tell us. They had to split their they split their varsity up into two groups to play two matches at the same time. One at home against Black Hills, 
and then or sorry, one at Black Hills and one at home against Rochester. Okay, that's awesome. That's pretty <laughs> And they and they won both and it moved them into a tie for first. Wow. Uh, that's cool. That's, uh, I like that thinking good. Nice work bunker. That's, uh, that's just like, <laughs> I don't know, you take half. How did they split them up? Did like rich and, uh, rich and Don pick teams? Like they, well, they took the best girls, the, the, the oh, best ones to the- black Hills and Rochester's not as good. Yeah. And so they, they're so deep that their backups beat. You know, some of these basketball teams should do that. They should split up their basketball team, go play like, one B, I don't know, firm foundation or something with your JV squad, but call them varsity, call varsity. you know, get those extra <laughs> games. in. <laughs> I think that would be so funny in like the C2BL, like I like an Adna B squad shows up to play Winlock and Bamer's just like throwing a fit. <laughs> like, they didn't even bring Collins. What the hell? <laughs> um, let's see. Let's go to wrestling. Uh, WFOS beat Aberdeen pretty significantly. Yes. And then, uh, according to Jeff Johnson, they haven't lost a dual match, a league dual match in like five years. It checks out. Yeah. Uh, who's, who's good for WFOS? They have a bunch of guys. They got Daniel Matagi. The football mm-hmm. player is really good at 285. Um, Bo Davis at 132 is really good. Blake Ely, 145. They have a bunch of guys who are, I think might be undefeated still. All right. Yeah, they're loaded. Uh, how's how's Rakovich been? Great. Yeah. I actually met him for the first time in person. There's yeah. still some coaches I haven't met in person because of COVID. Rakovich is he was uh he came on the podcast before it was kind of shortly before COVID got going, I think, like right before they went to state. Uh, he joined Kilgore and I for a podcast and he was hilarious. He was great. Yeah. He kind of looks like a grown up version of, uh, the, Oh, the kid that does the truffle shuffle from the Goonies. Oh yeah. <laughs> like if he grew up, but didn't age at all, he'd kind of look like Rakovich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rakovich. He's great. Um, and let's see in Centralia, Centralia sophomore Antonio Campos is still undefeated in his high school career. Yes, he's number one ranked wrestler in two A, one hundred and twenty pounds. How many matches is this that he is undefeated? Thirty two and zero. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you think he'll do pretty well at state? Uh, Scott Phillips says he should win state if mm-hmm. everything goes to plan. He, but he thinks he would have been a four time. He got ro- he thinks he got robbed of a state title last season. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and let's see. Adna's Lily Wellender and WFS Elena Koenig. Koenig, Koenig, each one Wednesday. What's 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 going on there? Those were the only two girl girls matches last night at WF West. Uh, Lily Wellender beat a WF West girl. I can't remember her name. And Elena Koenig beat an Adna girl. And I can't. Sorry, I can't remember your name. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> we have All it right. in the story. It's in the story. <laughs> All right, great stuff. Um, do you guys lose any furniture in the flood? No, thank All goodness. Right. My, my alleyway was safe. <laughs> yeah. If we would have though, I, like, I where put would up some barricades. You, you sit, put sandbags around yeah. your mattress outside. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was good. We were floating once, but <laughs> you strike me as somebody that just has sandbags around your mattress anyway, like fluttered. It not. was really convenient. It was. Uh, <laughs> if you did, uh, you could stop by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery and uh, replenish your supply of beautiful furniture 
Fill out uh, the bedroom, the living room, probably the kitchen. Nice, nice kitchen table, nice dining room set, uh, TV stand, all that good stuff. Beautiful couches. Elon's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery, 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. You can call them to 360-807-1211 or send them an email, info at elamshf.com. And now, Alec, you've said you don't want to look at the RPI board? No. But it's so much fun. <laughs> Is it? Uh, <laughs> fine. We'll, we'll just run through your rankings. Uh, what goes into these rankings? How do you put these together? Explain the process. The process is I spend about three hours trying to find who everyone has played because that information isn't widely accessible mm-hmm. in the year 2022. The year of our Lord, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> WI still has not made a website with accurate uh, records and all that stuff. So I check about, I check like Arbiter Live, Max Preps, WIA, and individual team sites to try to find everybody's legit record if I can. And then, um, you know, I think uh, I just try to rank the teams that I think are doing the best right now as opposed to, you know, like in December. So, um, like in, in one of my rankings, I have Rainier girls ahead of Ani and I think Ani beat Rainier, the Rainier girls by 10 or 15 earlier this season. But I just think, I think Rainier's playing a higher level of basketball right now and they're beating better teams. So that's kind of how I try to rank them. All right. Well, let's run through. We'll look at, uh, the top few in each of your, uh, classifications here and roast me if you, uh, disagree. Well, I have watched a lot of film, so uh, <laughs> the 2A Evco boys, Tumwater number one, WF West number two. Uh, did Tumwater beat WF West in the regular season? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess that checks out then. <laughs> Thank um, you. Black Hills three, Shelton four. I like the ones that just say the high climbers have not played since December 22nd. If you look at, uh, what's the one? 1A girls, it's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, uh, 2A girls, this one's, you know, we've discussed this already, but Tumwater number one, WF West number two. Uh, Bearcat, they lost to Tumwater. Who else did they lose to? Olympia, 4A, okay. 4A Olympia. Workman's team. Yep. All right, Centralia number three. Nice to see the Tigers up there. So high. Uh, 1A Evergreen Conference boys. Eatonville, 5-1, and 1-0 in league, and they beat Elman League. All right. Tonight are number two, though. Yeah, uh, so this, I dropped these before. Uh, so I think these came out on the ninth, I want to say, so over the weekend. Tonino lost to Hoquiam to open league play, so I would have to slot them down a spot. Uh, you did have two and five Hoquiam at number three. Yes. And then, let's see, Montesino one and eight, Elma one and four. Um, yeah, the Ever, Evergreen, not, not the most powerful conference we've seen. No. No. Uh, 1A Evergreen Girls. Here we go. Montesino, number one, hasn't played since December 21st. Tonino, number two, haven't played since December 29th. Hokia, number three, haven't played since December 21st. Elma, haven't played since December 14th. And Eatonville, hasn't played since December 20th. A couple of these teams have played since I dropped these. Tonino just beat Hoquiam by a lot. They beat him by like 40, I want to say. So, um... But between, I think my first rankings were December 26th, 27th to January 9th. They hadn't played any games in between those. Okay. So pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, the two BC2BL boys, Navabon number one, Kalamata number two, Adna number three. 
and Rainier number four. Tudelik number five. Tudelik at five, like, I would say that looks low, but given everything that's happened, I think that's probably fair. Uh, Navajan Kalama, of course, we will settle that tomorrow night. Um, and Adna and Rainier are playing Friday. All right, so you will have some some concrete answers to your ranking. <laughs> have some answers tomorrow. I Excellent. think Tudor Lake is sort of a enigma to me a little bit because I think they 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 haven't really played the strongest schedule, but also their only losses are to really good teams. They just recently lost to Napa Vine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their only other loss was oh they lost to Rainier in a non league game. Rainier's good. Um, and then I, I don't know what that Adna. Other one is. Is it Adna? Yes. Um, so th- they feel like one of those teams that's just a step below. Yeah. Um, so I guess that would be me defending putting to lake at five, uh, Toledo at six and they lost the two lake by three last week. It says here. Yep. And then they lost to Kalama by 15 last night. So Okay. Um, they're another kind of one of those teams that's going to be right on the, the fringes of, of competing. Um, really young. Um, MWP just hasn't really played much. They just recently lost to Kalama and then they beat who they beat on Alaska last night on Alaska, which doesn't really tell you anything. Yeah. Um, so, and then, and then I think Wakayakum is kind of a team that could make some noise too. So I think one through eight, I guess if I had to tier them, I would do, Tier one, Napa Vine, Kalama. Tier two, Adna, Rainier, Toodle. Tier three, Toledo, Morton, Wakayakum. And I think any one of those teams could make state. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're only going to get three, but who knows? I think they're only going to get three, too. Dun, dun, dun. We'll see what I happens. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I think your comment about maybe the Central 2B not being that great in boys basketball, I think it's starting to hit for me. I'm not... I think they're all really solid, they're but all I don't really know good how compared to each other. Right. And they're all they're, It's a deep league. Like you have eight teams that are all around the same level, but like from what I'm hearing about like Okanagan on the East side or like Colfax, um, Ellensburg, Sela, like, well, those are two, eight teams. They're not going to have to play Ellensburg. Oh yeah. My bad. <laughs> I, I, I hope not. not. Oh, yeah. No, they will not have to play Ellensburg. The hell are you guys brain Clay Ellum. Brain yeah. yeah. Clay Ellum's good. Um, <laughs> So anyway, it's, uh, I don't know. And then, I mean, on, on the girls' side, I saw Okanagan beat Napavan by 40, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, the girls' side, Wakayakum number one. That feels safe. Rainier number two. Uh, but even, you know, even Wakayakum, Rainier, on Alaska, the top three in your rankings, they've all got three three losses already. Uh, even though those aren't league losses, but Wakayakum one, Rainier two, Ani three. Um and then you go Adna, Toledo, Napavine. And it looks like the, is there like kind of a line of demarcation between the top five? Um, and then you go to Napavine, which is four and five, oh, one in league. Um, is that is that fair or is Napavine better than, maybe they should be considered up there a little higher? Yeah. You know, Napavine has kind of had a, a disappointing start to the year. I think they, um, ha- they, I think they expected to sort of be competing near the top of the league. And yeah. so far they haven't really been performing like a top level team. Um, I know they just blew out. Was it Morton? They blew out one of the, um, maybe it was Kalama or Stevenson. It was one of those teams. Um, but they, 
you know, lost to Rainier. Um, they just, you know, got shellacked over in Chelan. They played two Eastern Washington teams and just, um, you know, got they lost by 20, 30, I think, in both games. Um, but I think they're kind of close to Toledo. Toledo is one of those teams that just makes the other team play so bad. Yeah. Like they, they want that game to be in the thirties. So they played Winlock and it was in the thirties. I'm pretty sure one of the coaches told me one team only made like four shots in the second half. One of those games. Um, and Rose Dillon hit a three pointer almost as time expired to give him that win, um, over Winlock. So they just pulled it out. Um, so I think Toledo and Navavine might be kind of on that same level. I think there's probably a line of separation between four and five as of right now. Okay. But, but I could, I mean, I think Navavine has a lot of talent, so if they can kind of put the pieces together, they, they could definitely make a run. Um, I think the Pacific side, um, for the girls is less strong outside of Raymond. So I think there's a good chance four teams will make state, um, in the central two B on the girls side. Uh, if you had to pick, which four teams would you think those are going to be? Wakaikum, Rainier, Ani, and I don't know about that four spot. Um, Winlock. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's going all in on Winlock. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's going to come down to Adna, Toledo, Napa Vine, or Winlock. Uh, it looks like Raymond's only loss this year is to Montesano, fifty-four, fifty-one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they beat uh, Napavine, Waco, Chief Leshai, Forks, and Tenino all pretty handily. Yeah. So they beat Chief Leshai by 11, I guess. But uh, yeah, they sound pretty, pretty good. Yeah. They've got Winlock tomorrow night. Winlock has to play Raymond. That's what Max Prep says. Oh. Good luck. So, um, all right. And then we'll drop down to the one B's one B Columbia Valley. You've got Willapa Valley, then Nacelle, then Mossy Rock. Um, and then PL at six, um, Valley, probably the team to beat there. Sounds like, yeah, I think Valley's beaten some, um, perfect league record. Uh, I think everyone they've played in league play, they've beaten handily. So they'll probably win that league. Uh, fairly easily. I think Mossy has them on Tuesday. So that'll be a big game for, for the Vikings. They're young. Um, could have been helped a lot by Gunnar Mulligan, but luckily Zach Munoz is, is coming back. They thought he had a bad leg injury um, in one of their games in December, but he's coming back and it's been, uh, it's been the Keegan Cobb show. He's, he's done really, really well for them. So, All right. um, yeah, they'll be definitely be fighting for a state bid. I think they get four bids in District 4. And it sounds like, is it the Pacific is the other one? There's Columbia Valley and the Pacific? The 1B Coastal. Coastal. It yeah. sounds like Oakville is kind of the... Well, they're scoring 96 points yeah. a game. sounds like Oakville is the cream of the crop over there. So. And they beat Nacell, too. Oakville did? did? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah so yeah. They, they might get Oakville like... Oakville Valley in a District... Finals? That'd be crazy. Oak, Oakville <laughs> did lose to Valley. They lost by tw- uh, eight. They did in they the Jack Q. Pearson tournament oh, a couple okay. weekends ago. Yeah. All right. So, um, and they only lost by eight. So I, I think Oakville probably has a good shot of, of maybe making it. I know yeah. the if Wishka is the level of their competition in Coastal, uh, 
I think that'll be a pretty easy run for them. Well, I mean, as soon as they run into another team that has, you know, more than one ball to warm up with, <laughs> uh, in the one, it, it all starts with the warm up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one B Columbia Valley league girls, monster rock, of course, is your number one. I was just looking through their schedule. Uh, they lost to Adna 51 39 and is that the only one they've lost? No, they lost to, um, I think Rainier, another two B team. Yeah. I think was it was it? Rainier, but it was without Tori. Okay. Yeah. See, you won't, you, you have to look through four different sources to find Max yeah. preps isn't reliable. Max preps has uh, inaccurate words on there. Yep. Uh, yeah. And so you are maintaining that they are going to be in the state finals. That'll be fun. I think so. All right. I think so. Hopefully they can win it this time. Yep. Um, I think we've reached the end of your rankings. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we sign off? You guys, you going to game? You, we already talked about, and you're going to PL. Yep. All right. Three rivers, Christian. That'll be fun. Uh, any other big games on schedule tonight? Uh, I think Adna Rainier girls is a big game tonight. You know, I was just talking about Rainier kind of being a solid state team. This is a chance to kind of prove it against Adna. Who's a really proven program that maybe hasn't played to their potential, but obviously has a ton of talent. So yeah, that'll be a, one. It'd be big for Adna to try to bounce back after losing to Ani and two be really big for Rainier to kind of send a message and say, you know, we're, we're here. We're, you know, deserve to be up here and all that other kind of stuff. So. Yeah, Adna needs this win. Adna needs yep. it. I think Rainier needs it. Yeah. So it'll be a big game. And then, yeah, tomorrow he's doing Adna Rainier boys, which I think is a huge game. Yep. And then, obviously, you know, Kalama Napavine is also a pretty big one. So, yeah, should be a fun week. All right. Uh, with that, we'll wrap it up there. We'll be back next week to tell you what's going on in the sports world. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Sports Time. Yeah. <laughs>